What's up, guys, gals, and pals? I'm Katie. I'm Nicole. And this is Double Waved Yellows, an F1 podcast. Unfortunately, Megan isn't able to record with us, so you're stuck with just Nicole and I. We're going to be discussing the Emola, as Nicole would say. No, not anymore. <laughs> Grand Prix. It's Imola. <gasps> yes, the Imola Grand Prix. We are going to be discussing. There was a race, there was a sprint race, all kinds of things. Yeah, um, I hate sprint races. I hate Same. sprint race weekends. They're awful. I do not enjoy. Not yeah, regardless of the outcome of the race, I just hate them. Yeah, it's they're a nuisance. Like I couldn't watch qualifying because I was working. I had to watch it like on my lunch, and so then it's like I'm not like it's not like the full experience. It's not as enjoyable. Yeah, it's, it's just, just too much. Yeah. I don't need it. I get the point of it, but I feel like we can do something better. Yeah, there was also a lot of complaining about, like, if it was a little longer, I'm like, then it, maybe it's not a sprint race. Yeah. I already feel like it's a little too long, almost. Like, honestly, I'd rather let's, have just, like, ten laps. Let's just do a drag race. Yes. I'd be down for that. Sprint races aren't it. Do people like them? Let us know. Send us an email. Uh, our email is doublewavedyellows at gmail.com. And then, you know... Write an essay about it. Let us know why. Um, I didn't write any news <laughs> for this weekend, but off the top of my head, uh, Carlos Sainz signed a contract mm-hmm. extension through 2024. I believe Charles's mm-hmm. contract is also through 2024. So I'm sure Charles will expe- extend by then because they were already talking about extending through 2026 last year. But interesting. He didn't get the one year deal. It's a two year. Probably means the most for Mick, but he was still probably a ways away from Ferrari. Yeah, I think 2025 is probably about the right time for Mick. If he's going to, like, kind of the right time for him to go there, if he's going to go there early on and mm-hmm. not later in his career. So I suppose it makes sense. Um, it's crazy. There's not really other Ferrari Driver Academy drivers. I mean, yeah. Arthur's probably the only other one. And what would you do if he get to Ferrari before Mick? What? What would you do if Charles and Arthur were both on Ferrari? Oh, it would be incredible. I don't know what I'd do if they were both in F one. Yeah, I'm Arthur. Still has a long way to go. Yeah. Um. Speaking of which, I did not sleep at all this weekend because Formula Three was also running, and I watched that. For those of you who don't know or who maybe care, uh, Arthur terrible qualifying he crashed out i didn't watch it because it's on at like two in the morning here three in the morning so i didn't watch qualifying but he crashed in qualifying and i think he had the ninth fastest time at the time and then everybody set faster time so he ended up finishing 21st out of 24 i think there's 20 28 or 29 this weekend i think there's usually 30 but um, There's so Juan Manuel Correa was out with an injury. He oh. injured his foot again. Oh. But I think he's supposed to come back for the next, for Spain as the next one. Mm. So then the first race, because there's a sprint race and then a feature race in F3. In the sprint race, they reversed the grid for the top 12. So that didn't matter for Arthur because he started 21st. Mm-hmm. He got all the way up to 11th with like three or four laps to go. And then... Just wiped out those like meter boards, the white ones. He knocked them out. Side of the yeah, he went wide and just wiped them, (laughs) and went back to like sixteenth or 
and I think finished 14th. So no points. Not a great day for Arthur. And then today, yesterday, (laughs) what's the right way to say? (laughs) The feature race. He again started 21st and then um, somehow, miraculously, because these races are insane, he finished 5th. Hmm. Because those races are insane. F3 is a really good um, series to watch if you just want to be like, what? Why did they do that? How did that happen? We had like leaders spinning out under safety cars. Lovely. Perfect. Um, Like half of them, half of them in like the top 12 started on wet tires instead of intermediates to take the gamble. And then they all had to pit. And there's no mandatory pit stop in F3. Mm-hmm. So then they all just dropped to the back. Mm-hmm. And then people just kept spinning or crashing. And But he finished fourth and, or fifth. And again, miraculously, he went into this weekend um, down one point from the lead. And he's leaving the weekend tied for the lead after qualifying 21st. So That's impressive. F3 is bananas, guys. Yeah. I need to watch more, but also I'm not going to stay up and watch it. Like you do. Um, I almost wasn't going to watch it because it was such a bummer that he was starting 21st. But you did. Mm-hmm. It was still a bummer of a race, though. I don't like watching yeah. leaders well, spin out. I mean, sometimes it's fun. I mean, you're all about chaos. How do you not enjoy that? <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs> Secretly. All right. There was one other piece of news that I remember off the top of my head. Uh, Charles had his watch stolen. That was wild. And, like, do we know if it's true or not that he, like, chased after them in his car? I think he's Okay, because, like, I saw some people being like, oh, it's not true that he, like, chased after them. Or, like, the story of them pretending to be fans wanting pictures and autographs. And I'm just like, that's a great way to make Charles, like, never want to go take pictures or whatever with fans. I don't know how that would have started, though. I think he said... I don't know if it was, I think the original thing was uh, there were a bunch of people taking, like, that came up to him and wanted to take pictures. And in the chaos of that, his watch disappeared. I think it was two people that came up to him and were like, hey, can you sign this or can we take a picture? Took his watch and he very much knew it. But yeah, he is still taking pictures and signing autographs after, which I would have maybe waited. But he is in Italy. He's not wearing a $2 million watch. Well, how do we? Well, that's another confusing thing. How much was that? They watch said worth? it was. We don't know. It well, changed I heard every two million time. euros, and I also heard it's priceless. I'm sure it is priceless, but it's the prototype of the watch sold for two million dollars mm-hmm. at an auction. So that doesn't necessarily mean his watch was too worth two million. Um, it probably is priceless though because yeah. it was made for him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care about watches that much. But- <laughs> me either why should Who it cost knows? that much that's my news they're all ferrari related yeah, i don't Maybe really have one. any news that came to mind i have a few things okay. about fp1 it rained it was boring ish um they were all on wets and inters and uh there were a lot of spins charles spun a bunch the red flags were valtteri and then lando yeah because the interesting thing was that because this was the only practice because it's sprint weekend, which sucks, um, and it was wet, the drivers had only like the wet conditions mm-hmm. to set up their cars. So that was potentially 
interesting. And maybe it had something to do with Ferrari's issues with tire deck and pace, even though it was mm-hmm. like a wet race still. I don't know. Um, but I think on Friday it was supposed to be dry on Sunday. Yeah. Maybe that has something to do with it. There are new engines for Esteban Ocon and Carlos Sainz. I did not note that. Yeah. So if you're keeping track, that's probably more than half the grid now that yeah. has new engines. And we're at least one. Four races in. I remember it being kind of early last year that everyone started switching. I guess that makes sense because like, you're probably going to do most of your development towards the beginning of the season. And then once you kind of find your sweet spot, you just go with it. Qualifying. I don't have any notes for qualifying because I watched it at, at work. So I was like in the middle of doing things during my lunch. And so I hardly remember what happened except for there were five red flags. There were so many. They started slow. Like, there was, like, one in Q1, one in Q2, and then, like, three. I think so. Bananas. Q1. Uh, The rain stopped for the beginning of Q1. It was slightly slightly wet, but um, the track was drying out quickly. Everyone came out on softs. And then red flag for Alex Albon. After 12 minutes, his right rear... (laughs) Right rear brakes... Uh, overheated and caught fire but he was able to make it back to the pits which yeah. i thought was and nice. also just like nice impressive because like they were on fire yeah. he was on fire by the time he got back to well the and pits, you it saw it like did like a little like fire pff, like it it <laughs> i was like yeah. that's gonna blow up uh lewis barely made it mm-hmm. into q2 something of interest so then uh yuki pierre latifi who spun apparently i don't remember that and then Ocon, who, again, I don't remember this, was suspected of gearbox um, problems. And then Alex Albon, who crashed. They were all out of Q1. <sighs> Q2. It started raining midway through Q2 after science crashed, and you guessed it, brought out a red flag. Because it started raining after that, uh, they needed inters, and no one would have improved. So the guys who were at the bottom five... When Carlos crashed, we're out. George, Mick, Lewis, Joe, mm-hmm. and Lance. And uh, Megan, because she's not here, I'll speak for her, was pretty mad at Max. <laughs> not Max. Was pretty mad at Carlos. I was not upset about it. She was mad at Carlos because he crashed and the other guys couldn't um, oh, yes. improve their times. I agree. I was oh. mad about that part of it, but I wasn't mad about signs being knocked out and crashing because... Oh. The championship gap so big. Mm-hmm. I was fine mm. this time. You're like next time, probably not. Yeah, I might. I well, the next time is coming up soon. So then Q three, they used intermediates. <clears throat> Kevin spun. This was impressive. Kevin spun and went into the gravel at Aqua Minerali, but quickly, quick thinking, according to Paul DeResta. Uh, got him out of it, and but a red flag was already called before he got out. This is interesting. Because after the red flag uh, period was over, uh, they went out again and started setting times. And um, Valtteri got stuck in the gravel. And he was stuck for mm-hmm. a while. Like the yellow flags were out and he was stuck for a while before they called a red flag. And that allowed Max to mm-hmm. finish his lap. Now, I don't want to get all conspiracy theorists. But they called that red flag very quickly for Kevin. And he... 
wasn't even mm-hmm. stuck in the end. Maybe that's why. And then they didn't but do maybe it that's for why Valtteri, they did it. But he was clearly stuck. Yeah. But it's also maybe, maybe they were like, oh, we'll keep it yellow because maybe he'll be able to get out of it in two seconds just like Kevin did. I also don't know like where yeah. it was. I don't know that Imola very well. It might have been that he was mm-hmm. in a safer position. But they had also said all the commentators, Paul DeResta and Crofty, um, when Kevin was stuck and why they maybe called the red flag so quickly was because qualifying time True. was so precious. So why not do it quicker for Valtteri? Who knows? It doesn't matter. I mean, Charles would have been had the faster time. But that session mm-hmm. was so crazy and... That's just what rain does. I was fine with it. Um, something mm-hmm. to consider, though. The session resumed three minutes to go, uh, which was maybe enough time for two laps, but Max got out there first, and he had other plans. So he backed him up, and they got... They would mm-hmm. have got one lap. But then more rain started falling, and I don't think anyone was improving. And then Lando crashed and, crashed and caused another red flag yeah. on his outlap. Which also secured him third, and no one really talked about that. Maybe he was playing some big brain games. Yeah, he just, like, hit the wall and then went, sorry. Conspiracies. It's not that big of a deal. So the order was Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, Lando Norris, Kevin Magnussen, Fernando Alonso, Daniel Ricciardo, Sergio Perez, Valtteri Botas, Sebastian Vettel, and Carlos Sainz. And then George Russell, Mick Schumacher, Lewis Hamilton, Joe Guan Yu, Lance Stroll, Yuki Tsunoda, Pierre Gasly, Nicholas Latifi, Esteban Ocon, and Alex Albon um, going into the mm-hmm. sprint race. Uh, I did not watch FP2. I did not either. Kind of forgot that it existed. <laughs> Especially uh, on a sprint I, weekend. Yeah. I heard George was first. Yeah. That's um, char- all I remember. And then in my notes, I wrote, Charles was third, ending his first or second streak. Rest mm. in peace. And then, you know, we know what happened after that. The sprint lap was 21 laps. Mm-hmm. The sprint race was 21 laps. Sprint lap. Oh, my God. <laughs> the sprint race was 21 laps. Um, basically, we had start and Leclerc passes Max at the start because Max had wheel spin, which is kind of a chronic issue he struggles with um and then gasly and joe touched and joe was out and gasly had to go get new tires and a new nose Mm -hmm. pierre has bad luck at italian sprint races this is true um and then we had two drivers get black and white flags for weaving that was kevin magnuson and fernando alonso and then do you know what tires Fernando was on? Uh, I think they were all mm-hmm. on softs except for Kevin, Mick, and Latifi. Okay. I knew there were three. I knew the Haases were on mediums and there was one more. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why Kevin was weaving, I know, yeah. because he was trying to get temperature in his tires. So I didn't know if maybe Fernando was doing the same thing. No. Kevin was struggling with the tires, whereas Mick was fine with the tires and they were improving towards the end of the race. Um, so... That strategy totally worked for Mick. Didn't work for Kevin. Um, Then there were the last few laps, and Max started to get within the DRS um, of Leclerc. I didn't word that well, but you know what I mean. So then it starts getting a little little spicy, a little tasty. 
he like got close, ran out of straight, and then his engineer started trying to talk to him and he was like just leave me to it he's like i know what i'm doing leave me alone i think at some point he also said like don't talk to me while i'm breaking um in the break zones yeah um which is a rule they know (laughs) but yeah um and then lap 20 of 21 max took the lead and I said, we still have a lap. Ah, Leclerc might get him back. That's what I wrote. I was <laughs> No, I stressed. thought there was no way. I knew he had bad tire day. Yeah, his tires were dying. I was just stressed because that's just how I am. And then I was like, nope, Leclerc's 1.2 back already. Like, So yeah. it was pretty much done and over. Max won. He got his eight points. Leclerc got second. Perez third. Seven. Uh, I don't, did we talk about points? Oh, we didn't talk about it. There's, yeah, top eight, get eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. Um. So Max first, Leclerc second, Perez sixth. Whoa, I said that wrong because I started looking at their points. Perez got third, Carlos fourth, Norris fifth, Ricardo sixth, Botas seventh, Magnuson eighth is how those points rounded out. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the big winners were uh, Perez and Sainz, mm-hmm. which if we went back to when they first announced sprint races and the main criticism, and I think still the most reasonable criticism, is that it's just going to reset the grid to like the fastest yeah. cars in the front. Yep. Which is what it did. Yeah. And that's what it did last year, too. Like, Valtteri was always... Because it's like, based on qualifying, based on qualifying, they weren't there. And then based on having the sprint race, I saw someone who said that they should like to reformat the sprint race. If they want to keep doing it, they should up the points a little bit more for like the top three um, to encourage Mm -hmm. more overtaking and reset the grid back to like using the qualifying um, for the race starts day. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm fine with the points that they've been changed now that's not just the top three. Yeah. Because I don't want to get it too much. Yeah. I wouldn't mind them using how they came out in qualifying for the race. Yeah. 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 I don't know. People also want reverse grids, which I'm fine with that not being in Formula One, but they are exciting. Yeah. I think they're fun, but I just think it would get difficult in Formula One. It's also too much risk. Yeah. With repairs and stuff yeah cost cap but then it would have been there's fun. no like, way there's no way team principals would go but for if you think about it like it would have been really cool to have that because like your front row would be magnuson and botas like magnuson would be starting first so it'd be fun oh this was also the time where paul the kept calling joe zoo yeah and to be fair charles's engineer also calls him zoo Maybe it's an Italian thing. <laughs> Maybe. Well, at least he was in Italy this weekend, unlike Nico Rosberg. Yeah, that was weird. They were like... It's so bizarre. Yeah. Did they actually even reference it? Uh, No. And I didn't even realize that he wasn't there there until, I think, today when they were, like, showing him. And I was like, oh, he's at home. Oh, I never actually saw him. I think I was watching the F1 TV feed. Mm. And then they don't have the licensing for that. But... 
yeah, it's just, you could just tell from the audio yeah. that he wasn't there. But, like, he lives in Monaco. It's not that far. Yeah. Hop on your little private jet that I'm sure you have. Okay. Pre-race, it was chucking it down a few hours before. During the driver's parade, they all were, like, under their umbrellas, not having a great time. Um, and on the way to the grid, Lewis reported a loss of power. So I was, Ooh. yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't watch any of the pre-race stuff. I just saw that in a tweet. I woke up five minutes before the race started. I woke up 13 minutes before. For some reason, I decided to set my alarm for 547. Don't know why. No. If I wake up too early and it's like a 6 a.m. race, I get way too nervous. Mm. I like to wake up and just <laughs> turn on the TV. Yeah. I needed to give myself time to get my setup ready. Had to get my laptop for Mick. Had to get my iPad for notes. I already had my laptop out. Mm. Just ready. Smart. Yeah. (laughs) So we had a damp start. And I was worried about the start in terms of, like, Max and Charles, just because Charles got away better on the sprint race. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, also, everyone started on intermediates, not wets, Correct. not slicks. Everyone in, on intermediates, because it was wasn't raining, but it was wet, wet, damp, um, which is confusing. Yes, because you think wet conditions, wet tires. Yes. What does intermediates mean? It means in between wet and dry. I used to think that there was wets, intermediates, slicks, and then. Like soft, medium, and hard. I didn't know slicks meant soft, medium, and hard. Mm-hmm. So we had the start. Max got away better. He kind of like did the thing where he like angles his car a little bit towards Charles so that he can kind of be in his way a little better. Um, and Perez got a hair, a, a hair, got ahead of Leclerc, and Lando got ahead of Leclerc like a couple turns in, and Daniel and Carlos collided mm-hmm. Nicole like are, you, are you do you have feelings I'm sure you do I'm not like upset about it because I, I I think everyone knows I don't want Carlos it's not I want to do, him do well mm-hmm. I don't want him to do better and it was the beginning of the season it's nerve-wracking I don't want mm-hmm. him to be that close to Charles so I should be happy that he crashed but I f- I'm starting mm. to feel bad I don't for Carlos because he didn't <laughs> Last week, last mm-hmm. race was his fault. This one, but I feel like, was no one's fault. It was God. just, like, Daniel kind of, like, it was at that point, it was Carlos's corner. But, I mean, so Daniel could have backed out, but he didn't. But it's not like he was, like, way in his way or anything. Like, they had space. He just touched mm-hmm. the paint. And He said he was trying, he said he was trying to get mm-hmm. out of Carlos's way. And that's when mm-hmm. he went on. On like the paint, the and paint. then the paint then was slippery, slid. and yeah, yeah, he just slid into Carlos. There was nothing they could have done. Yeah, but Signs got stuck in the gravel on the first lap for the second race in a row, mm-hmm. and the safety car came out. Yep, and also, like I feel like no one ever like noticed or talked about or like hardly talked about was Mick fell back to seventeenth. He started tenth, and he fell back to seventeenth because well, he and Alonzo mm-hmm. touched a little bit. And that caused Alonzo. I actually, I don't even think I've seen it. They touched Um, a little bit? 
I was like, it was a tire size hole in the side of Alonzo's car. But it wasn't like it was like a huge Mm -mm. collision. It was just kind of like a boop, but it caused a lot of damage to Alonzo. So it caused him to have a little bit of damage for the moment. So no investigation necessary on the signs and Ricardo crashed. They said it was a racing incident. Yes. Um, Daniel Daniel pitted for new intermediates because he was last and had nothing to lose. Uh, Lap five, we got a green flag. Yes. And Charles said that the track was drying quickly. So I was like, oh, I wonder how early we're going to have be going on to the slicks. Yeah, so lap seven is when we start realizing that Alonzo has a problem. Weird that it took us six laps. But it wasn't even lap Well, lap seven is when he retired. Yes. It was was probably a couple before that. that. He was dropping and dropping, and I'm like, what the heck? And he'd gone from eighth to twelfth, and there was massive damage on his side pod. Like, it was basically gone. (laughs) And so I'm like, what? And it was because of his and... like him and Mick colliding and then basically Hamilton was like approaching like about to be side by side with Alonzo and then just like his side pod flew away it was odd and then so lap lap seven seven. he retired um, Mm -hmm. because of the contact with Mick on lap one and then Charles passed Lando for third yeah lap 12 I have uh George Russell versus Kevin Magnuson. Yes. But I don't have any specifics. I have some. Uh, well, I have it dating back to lap 10. He had made up a decent amount of positions. He was now sixth trying to get past Magnuson, and he kept running out of straight line. And then I also said on lap 11 that they were saying that they were expecting rain in the next 10 laps. Um, lap 12, Russell makes a pass, but he messed up. So Kevin stayed ahead. And then Botas started sniffing at Russell. And Russell got ahead of K-Mag and was able to make it stick. And then Botas was then sniffing at K-Mag. And like two laps later, uh, Botas got K-Mag. By lap 15, everyone was saying that the grip was getting worse. Yeah, and they kept saying that everyone was hunting for wet spots. Because mm-hmm. they're on their <clears throat> Those intermediates. Yep. Uh, lap 17, it was dry enough for... Oh, on lap 17, it was... The commentators kept saying that it was dry enough for DRS. And oh they didn't gosh, know why there was no so DRS. Annoying. Again, I don't want to get all conspiracy theorists. <laughs> but when DRS can benefit the Ferrari for once, because mm-hmm. they're behind. And by there, I mean Charles. It's just not on. Yeah. Also, Daniel was- pitted for softs. Yes, he was the first one to gamble. And then we had our first slew of pits on lap 17. We had like Vettel, Gasly, Albon. We had like four or five pit. And then here's here's what my notes say for lap 19. Perez pitting. Botas pitting. It's bad. K-Mag pitting. Russell, Sunoda, Hamilton, Ocon crashed. I can't keep up. They booped a tiny bit. Ocon should get a penalty for that. That was my lap 19 summary. <laughs> Which is and lap 19, Katie was right. Ocon yep. got a penalty. Yes. Five seconds. Yep. Which I guess was added to his time. Did he yeah, because he didn't, he didn't pit again, so they just added it. Because, like, basically, Hamilton came out of his pit, happily trundling along the 
pit lane, and then Ocon gets released, like, right into Hamilton. It was really blatant and really bad. Um, and then lap 20, we had everybody else pit, like, literally everybody else pit. And Leclerc came out ahead of Perez, which was kind of unexpected. Yeah, he had to have a terrible outlap. Yeah, they said he had a bad outlap, but then because by the time he came around to Charles, his tires were warmer, and so he was able to overtake Charles pretty easily. Yeah. Lap 21, I said, Mick is close to Latifi. I'm scared. Lap 26, Mick's fun. (laughs) Yeah. But he kept going. He got back out there, and that's what matters. Yeah, I was like, Mick is spinning around every which way. He was trying to pass Latifi, hit a wet spot, and went across the grass and spun. It was stressful. I was, because I was like really, I was mostly focused on the race, but then just out of the corner of my eye, I see Mick spinning around and I'm like, what's happening? Because I didn't even like, I didn't see like the origin of it or anything. I just saw him spinning around and I was like, oh dear, please yeah. no. I Was there an origin? He spun on his own, didn't he? Yeah. I think he basically just like hit a wet spot um, while he was trying to get around Latifi and he went onto the grass and then once he came off of the grass he spun and then lap 26 i said mick was just lapped i feel like another safety car is inevitable it was I, I know i just i thought <laughs> I know, that there I was gonna be another safety car something yeah i guess there, there was something but but there wasn't a safety car nope i've licked notes i have her until lap 34 this part yeah was this is where boring. we got really boring like lap 27 to lap 44 i have like notes on like three or four laps and they're not very interesting notes well like, lap 34 drs was enabled finally yes. well but guess 32, what it doesn't matter lap 32 ricardo pitted again for also the third at some time. point checo had a like a little off moment yeah um, and got really close to charles yeah um, and there's no DRS. lap 33 is when we start paying attention to this battle between Hamilton and Gasly. Gasly's in 13th, Hamilton's in 14th. And I was like, Hamilton's fighting for 13th. 13th. Lewis Hamilton. It was just weird. And then I just started getting annoyed about all the DRS talk because I feel like for a few laps, every 30 seconds, it was like, why isn't the DRS on? Why isn't the DRS enabled? Why isn't the DRS on? Because was it like, was boring. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just getting annoyed at hearing them talk about it all the time. I was like, I get the point. You don't need to keep talking about it. The only time I heard Charles lose his cool a bit was when Checo had his off moment and then Charles was right up behind him and he couldn't pass him because Mm -hmm. he didn't have DRS. And he just said, why no DRS? Mm -hmm. And then this is like ridiculous. So again, lap 34 was enabled. Um, but by that time, Charles was two seconds behind. Yeah. Checo. Lap 41. So like almost 10 laps after the initial Hamilton-Gasly battle, I was like, Hamilton's still trying to get Gasly. I was like, this is going on way longer than expected, especially since we just got DRS. Um, lap 45, I was like, Hamilton is literally on oh. Gasly, but cannot get around him. Mm-hmm. Lap 41 is also when Lewis was lapped by Max. Yes, this is true. They made a really big deal about it. When it's not that. I mean, it's kind of a big deal, but it's not that deep. Maybe if it was last season. Yeah. If it was last season, it would be a big deal for sure. Still boring. Lap 49, Leclerc was saying he was struggling on his tires. 
So then lap 50, he pitted. Well, lap 48. <laughs> just going back and forth. <laughs> lap 48, Yuki passed Kevin for eighth and then got on his radio and went, let's go. And yeah. it was cute. Yeah. It was adorable. He was super hyped about it. Yeah. <laughs> Love that for him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> lap 50, Charles drops into those little pits for um, new softs. And goes just behind Lando. <laughs> um, but because of that, it starts the train reaction. Yes. <clears throat> Checo comes in to pit for new softs and stays it was, in second. It was free. And then Charles um, got past Lando for third and then Max pit and stayed in first. Mm-hmm. So. And then Leclerc was on Checo's butt. Yeah. There is some controversy. I guess people just, I mean, it's their jobs and they want to talk about it, but, and comment on it, that Ferrari shouldn't have brought Charles in because they were going to go, um, or they could have gone all the way through on the mediums. Hmm. Um, and it wasn't like a planned stop and that they were just doing it to get the, the fastest lap. Hmm. But on the radio, they knew Checo was struggling with their tires and Charles was like yeah me too and then they said pit opposite Perez so I think they were trying to cover or they felt like Checo was gonna pit Mm. and so they brought him in and they did um I don't know I'm fine with it I'd rather they kind of try I guess Mm mm-hmm because it was really boring. At least it made it interesting. Yeah. I don't really get... They need to get rid of Imola. Like, Ferrari have way, made way more mistakes than this. It's not that big of a deal for me. So, yeah. Then Charles was right on Checo. Yeah. And he had a little oops. Yeah. He definitely had a little bit of an oops. And was pushing it. Hit a sausage curb. Spun. And, like kissed the wall basically yeah i was pretty i thought he was done Mm. like i didn't think he'd keep going and then he he got out what behind lando that time and then they said pit you know and then i was like oh no like he's gonna end up retiring i can feel it yeah um but they changed his wing he got out ninth Mm -hmm. after yeah behind who was it k mag yeah and he ended up finishing sixth, which was yeah. the best he could do because there was a huge gap between fifth and sixth. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 30 seconds and he had like two laps to go. So it's like, he ain't going to make that up. <clears throat> and all in all, he lost seven points mm-hmm. because he would have finished third, which is 15th. And he finished sixth, which is eight. Yeah. Um, That's not it that closed bad. up. It closed up the championship, though. Mm-hmm. Um, on lap 60, I heard a couple of team radios where they were saying that there was a forecast of light rain coming in the last two laps. Yeah. So I was like, good. oh, are we going to, like, what's going to happen? It didn't end up happening. <laughs> it did. It was rain. pretty boring. Oh, and in the last couple laps, we have, um, we had a good little, not, it wasn't really a battle. It's not like they were going back and forth, but Botas and Russell were close. So oh. it was a little bit of PTSD yeah, I, from I f- last season. Forgot to mention it. Um, mm-hmm. When they made their pit stops, 
They didn't change George's flap. What is it? They said a flap. Yeah, there was something that they needed to change that they didn't. <clears throat> to change from wet conditions to like dry conditions. They didn't mm-hmm. do it. So he was losing a lot of lap time. So yeah. he had to defend against Valtteri in the last, since his pit stops essentially. And yeah. uh, did pretty good. So good yeah. for George. Yeah. He's able to keep him behind. Um, so Max won. Uh-huh. Perez got second. So that was the first Red Bull 1-2 since Malaysia 2016. Which is weird. Yeah, you would think there have been more than that because, like, there have been plenty of double podiums or, like, two on the podium, but no one-twos. And Lando got third. I was so happy about that. And I was also just happy about the Ferrari boys not doing well. quiet race. Yeah. Yeah. That's not nice. (laughs) What? Well... (laughs) Because you I'm want not... a close championship, whatever. Yes, it's I do. close. I want to... It it's is closer close. now. That's why. I wa- well, it wasn't close. It <clears throat> like we knew that it's close, but it wasn't feeling close because it was a big gap. Um, so I just I wanted it to get closer, and it did. So I'm glad. Um, Russell got fourth. Botas fifth. Leclerc sixth. Sunoda seventh. Vettel eighth. He got his first points of the season. Uh, Magnuson was ninth, Stroll 10th, Ocon 11th, Albon 12th, Gasly 13th, Hamilton 14th, Joe 15th, Latifi 16th, Schumacher 17th, Ricardo 18th, and Alonso and Sainz retiring. Um, Leclerc, Charles, lost 19 points this weekend. I have a few random notes that I wrote post-race. Um, the cool-down room was back. I was, was so... Was it? I didn't yes. watch the... I went the cool-down room is back. I was so happy. It's not like there was any drama between those drivers, so it wasn't, like, super interesting to watch. They were just kind of, like, talking, but they were watching, like, Charles spin out and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, the cool-down room was back. I was very happy about it because it's been gone. And I feel like – I don't remember if it was last weekend or the weekend before, but, all, like, a bunch of people on Twitter were, like, bring back the cool-down room because there was drama in a uh, cool-down room in another series – um and so I was happy to see it back also um so like when they go out on the podium it's always like third second first they go out in that order so Lando goes out and then Max and Sergio like so they call Sergio's name and he doesn't come out and you're just like where's Sergio and then they call Max and then Max and Sergio come out with their arms around each other and it was really cute um and there was this video that I saw later where like Sergio was like about to go out from like behind the wall of the podium he was like about to go out and then you see this arm grab him and pull him back and like it had to be Max he had to have grabbed him and been like no let's go out together so I thought that was really cute Max got his second grand slam of his career because he got uh, pole fast lap the win led every race or every lap and also Lando's hair was insane and it was cracking me up um in like the post-race interviews it was just like sticking straight up it was wild so those are my random notes that are super important um out in q1 Yuki was the first out in q1 the sprint he got 12th and he finished seventh in the race so I think Yuke's is the big winner Mm-hmm. Pierre was out 17th. He finished 17th in the um 
the sprint race because Joe crashed into him and then um, he finished 13th in the actual race. Latifi went out 18th in Q1. He got last, which was 19th in the sprint race. And then he got 16th in the race, which was not last. Uh, Ocon went out 19th with those gearbox problems in Q1. He got 16th in the sprint race and 11th in the actual race. So good progression. Albon was 20th in qualifying because he uh, did not finish that. And 18th in the sprint, 12th in the race. So I thought he got, another he good got, progression. Oh. With Ocon dropping back because of the five-second time penalty actually ended up 11. Oh, that's what happened. So Almond's also a contender for the big winner for out in Q1. Ocon? Albon. Albon. No, I think Ukes wins. Yeah. He got, <laughs> he got points. points. <laughs> Sorry. Do we want to do our awards first or rule of the week first? Do you have your awards? Yeah, I, I think I have most of them. Okay. Which one are we going to do first? I always <laughs> Gold star, you try. I don't know. I just wrote them down. Dumpster fire? Okay. Sure, Which dumpster one? fire. I said signs. I said Carlos too. Okay. Not be- like there's not much we need to elaborate on that. It was I'm just so really bad. bad. I feel so bad. <clears throat> he stayed. He looked. He looked more of a team player this weekend. Of course, it was Italy, and he signed his new contract. But I'm starting to feel really bad. Um, Gold star, you tried. I said Leclerc. That's fair. I did mine before the race. Mm. oh so i put i put k mag because of his I mean, uh his qualifying yeah that's because fair. he was out and they then he finished and he finished mm-hmm. fourth in qualifying yeah i gave it to leclerc because oh. like he was doing the best he could and just didn't didn't quite work out <laughs> that's that's nice of you <laughs> <laughs> you need to calm down i have two uh i said ross braun his Russell weird comments. I have the comments. Hold on. Okay, perfect. So Ross Bond was talking after the sprint race. And when asked about Georgia's comments, which was something about like, they don't like the sprint race. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> he said, whenever my drivers had a bad car, he's complained about the race. So I think Georgia's opinion or the opinion of anyone at the back of the grid is not the opinion that we really listen to. The opinions we listen to are the guys who are really competitive. They're racing in the middle, racing at the front. To be fair, isn't George racing in the middle? Yeah. Did he just forget he's, he changed teams? I don't know, but it was just out of pocket. And <laughs> so weird. Yeah. But the, the quote, I think everyone was the out of context one. What was that? It was, I think George's opinion or the opinion of anyone at the back of the grid is not the opinion that we really listen to. So that's what everyone was like commenting on. Mm -hmm. And then the bigger quote, which is what I read previously, which doesn't really make it better. (laughs) It makes it funnier to me for some reason, but yeah, George, George Brown. (laughs) That's a gym. (laughs) Ross Braun, you need to calm down. Yes. My other one was uh, Max on um, Lewis wanting to bid for Chelsea. Oh, yeah. I thought that was just funny. Well, I thought that uh, the quote everyone was, again, running with was, I thought it was an Arsenal fan. I mm-hmm. thought that was funny. But his yeah. whole quote seemed a little uncalled for. Oh. Have you heard the whole quote? Maybe. I am a PSV fan and I would never buy, oh God, is it Ajax? It's not Ajax. I know that. What's it spelled like? Ajax. 
it, like Ajax. A-J-A-X. It's the Dutch. I don't know. It's like Ajax. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just getting into football, European football. <laughs> I yeah, we were talking about that <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying so hard. I like Germany for some reason. I'm, I'm trying to get you to like Leicester. Yeah. Send, send me and your football teams. <laughs> um, and if I were going to buy a football club, I would want it to be I would want to be the full owner and to take the decisions myself, not own just a tiny percentage. I thought he was an Arsenal fan. No, if you're an Arsenal fan going for Chelsea, that is quite interesting, but everyone does what they want with their money. So let's see what comes of it. Yeah, that's a little spicy. Yeah, maybe Max, you need to calm down, but I thought he was an Arsenal fan is funny. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wholesome moment. What's yours? Mick passing Seb. In the sprint mm. and then the little interviews afterwards yeah that was really cute i had i had like two i had that slash like vettel asking how mick did and wanting to know like why he ended or like kind of ex- he was telling his engineer for some reason what he observed happening with mick which was kind of funny um but i said the um the red bull boys coming out onto the podium together that does sound cute i didn't watch it yeah, I'm on a little Red Bull moment right now. I I don't really you don't like say. Red, um, I don't really like Red Bull, but I was just happy happy that things are getting closer. And I'm not a Ferrari fan. I'm more of a Red Bull fan. It's upsetting. I, I'm I think a even like the drivers fan. and not the team. Well, I don't even really like Checo, but I like Max. So yeah, I'm getting better at not hating as many people. <laughs> except for alex that guy's gotta go <laughs> why <laughs> why the alex slander this is gonna be so lackluster okay hey now you're the all-star of the weekend i could not decide i for me for some reason it's hard for me to say max um mm-hmm. because i think maybe because qualifying was so weird and uneven mm-hmm. um he clearly deserved to win but I, it doesn't seem as like clear-cut all-star for me I do have him as maybe Max but mm. I was feeling more like Yuki Orlando mm. as a quiet all-star yeah Yuki because I just loved his enthusiasm <laughs> <laughs> and then Lando because he just kind of kept his head down and stuck in there yeah he, he did he did crash in qualifying to secure that Q3 but it was a that's a good finish for him mm-hmm. so what are your final thoughts on the race uh, it's not one I'm going to be watching. Yeah, I. They need to get rid of Imola, in my opinion. It was too it was boring. It Both always races. rains. I mean, I guess that's. I feel like the rain is alluring, but that's kind of it. Like the track itself is not great for overtaking. Mm-hmm. And, and when it, it rains, because it's so narrow, they can't. Oh, God damn. When it rains, because it's so narrow, they can't like overtake because then they're going on if they're on intermediates then they're going to go on like a dry patch and they don't want that if they're on slicks they're going to go on a wet patch and they don't want that so it's very Mm -hmm. hard to overtake especially when the FIA doesn't turn on the DRS zone I feel like there's other places we can go and yeah we don't need to go to Imola like we can I would gladly get rid of Imola and go somewhere else rather than adding another race to an already packed schedule Mm -hmm. That's another thing. Checo said that if they add another race or they extend the, um, like more than the current field, he would quit. 
Oh, so some drivers given some pushback. Yeah, there's been a lot of that because it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Bernie Ecclestein said he wanted to expand to like thirty. Ecclestein, Ecclestein, Eccleston, Ecclestone, Ecclestone, <laughs> whatever. Liberty Media, whatever. Uh, yeah, he's insane. Rule of the week. Yeah, I sing All Star of the Week. I don't want to. I don't want to sing Rule of the Week. Sorry. Rule of the Week. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to do it? <laughs> you just did it. Want to do it? Okay. Again? <laughs> rule of the Week. That was great. Um, I'd like to thank Mick. I chose the Rule of the Week before the race because I knew I was going to go to sleep immediately after, and I didn't want to have to think about anything. <laughs> so I'd like to thank Mick for making this rule relevant this week. So. Rule 33.3 in the Formula One Sporting Regulations Issue 5 is about driving and track limits. Mm -hmm. So drivers must make every reasonable effort to use the track at all times and may not leave the track without a justifiable reason. Drivers will be judged to have left the track if no part of the car remains in contact with it. And for the avoidance of doubt, any white line defining the track edges are considered to be part of the track, but the curbs are not. In other words, track limits include the white lines, but not the curbs. Drivers must have some part of their car touching the white line to be deemed to have stayed within track limits. And Mick, I believe, got a black and white for exceeding track limits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Early on, I'm surprised he didn't end up with a penalty. I was too. I was stressing out about it. I was like, oh. Um, um, yeah. I have. I just wrote some like things I'm getting tired of. Oh, okay. Um, everyone bringing up the incident. Incident. Oh yeah, and Max Getting and old. Charles. It felt Carding like very days. niche and special, and now it's not special anymore. Yeah, yeah. I need it to stop. It's not going to. But yeah. also, people calling K Mag a Viking. Oh, he's Danish. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> that was it. Got it. I was just uh, feeling some type of way. Got it. Do you want to preview Miami? We have to go over our Imola predictions. Oh, you're right. Okay. I forgot. So I will read mine and Megan's and then you can read yours. My predictions. Well, actually, all of us said for poll, it was going to be Leclerc, which it was not. (laughs) We all said for the sprint race that it would be Leclerc. It was not. We all said the person that would win the race would be Leclerc. It was not. Um, and uh, Nicole and I said Verstappen or for second and third Verstappen and Perez, which mm-hmm. was only one off. So we each got two points for that. And Megan's podium was Leclerc, Hamilton, Russell, which Ooh. <laughs> was not. I mean, Russell wasn't too far off, but Hamilton was. Uh, I don't remember that. Hamilton. Oh, you know what? She actually gets one point for Russell because she was only one point off or one person. I think off. I thought he has to make the podium. Oh, okay. I don't think we ever flushed that out, but no, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> you can give her one point if you want. I want the. I'm tied with her now, so <laughs> we'll just keep it across the board. You have to make the podium to be able to okay. get any points. Um, for the fast lap, I said signs, and you two said Leclerc. And it was Rishapin. So you and I got two points on the weekend. So you are still in the lead with, you have 19. And then Megan and I are tied for second with 16. Oh, I thought you were closer than that. Mm -mm. Hmm, Got some breathing room. Yeah. 
to make some mistakes like Charles. <laughs> Miami, guys. The next race is in Miami. And I hate that. It's in the parking lot of a Hard Rock Hotel. Hard Rock Cafe? Hard Rock Hotel? Because the hotel. Cafe, casino, and hotel. What? Stadium. It's a stadium? Isn't oh, it is the, a stadium. The Dolphin Stadium. <laughs> By the Hard Rock Hotel. I would assume so, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's in a parking lot, y'all. We'll find it's... out in two weeks. The specifics. Um, it has three DRS zones at the moment. Could always um, change mid-race or mid-weekend. 19 corners. Mm-hmm. Lots That's of all I got. Straight. It looks, yeah, like one's really long. Do you think it rivals the Las Vegas straight? Because that one seems really no, long to me. I don't. Because it's the strip. But yeah. um, I'm trying to pull up a map. It's interesting. I don't think. Is that the Miami GP? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's interesting because it looks like. I also know nothing. But it looks like there's a lot of slow corners. Or a couple more than we've had. Okay. I could be very wrong. <laughs> But there's some like sharp, you know, mm-hmm. little wiggles. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I think Ferrari, okay, Ferrari didn't bring any upgrades this weekend. Red mm-hmm. Bull did, and they definitely made some improvements. Mm-hmm. Ferrari is supposed to take upgrades to Miami. Um, yeah, didn't they and- say like some upgrades to Miami, but a big upgrade in Barcelona? Yeah. Um, and there was talking of um, Charles getting a new engine because Carlos got his last week, mm-hmm. this week, uh, yeah. which, you know, we didn't really get to see. Didn't see the full potential of that one. Mm-mm. I have no idea. <laughs> That's it, folks. Yep. Miami. Do you, you know how many week. laps it is? Uh, no, it's, I have kilometers. <laughs> Oh, it might be on like a Wikipedia page. I just found the um. I'm I'm looking. I'm looking. I found the Wikipedia page. Fifty-seven. Okay, fifty-seven laps. It's three point three miles. Some of it gives me a little bit of Coda vibes. Mm-hmm. Because it has some little S's. A little um, wiggly. Yeah, like the four, five, six, which it's same at Coda. Um, seventeen looks like a slow corner, right? I don't really know if I know what slow quarter means. Yeah. But it also looks like there's a lot of fast corners. I don't know, man. Who knows? Charles on pole. (laughs) Is that your prediction? Yeah, honestly, you've got to lock it in all season. Pole uh, and first, because I can't. I would never say anything else. You're not going to doubt him. Yeah, so my second and third is always the The interesting part. What's your last Well, let's be real. My third is the interesting part. Second, Max. Okay. (laughs) Who's your third? I feel like that one's kind of between two people. Checo or Carlos? Mm-hmm. Checo. Okay. And your fast lap? Charles. Okay. Because he's obsessed with it. He tried yeah. to go for the fastest lap this race. Mm-hmm. I have Didn't for get it. Verstappen. For the podium, Verstappen, Leclerc, signs, And for fast lap, Verstappen. And uh, Megan, Meg- did she send it? Yeah, Megan said for pull, Leclerc for the podium, Leclerc Verstappen Perez, 
and for the fast lap for stopping and then she had a bonus prediction she thinks that daniel will wear three like miami party shirts over the course of the time there so one for every day or just the course of like the weekend i mean the week um however long he's there no specifics she just said three daniel my like party if shirts. I'm, I'm taking the over on that if it's the whole time they're there well i well are you thinking like thursday to sunday well what if they get there like tuesday i'm not counting that okay so the like weekend track days all right I, I days at the track i can take three are you gonna do you want to put a prediction in on this one i think we should for fun we should say over, under, or at three. Okay. Megan's at three. Fair mm-hmm. enough. What about you? I'm going to go under. I also am going to go under. I I think there, there will be one. Mm-hmm. For sure. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or just Friday, Saturday, Sunday? I say Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because they go to the track on Thursday. Okay. I bet he shows up Thursday in a party shirt. I'm... Yeah. And I'm scared and excited to see what drivers show up in, if they're going to be anything like they are at Austin. Well, but they can only wear party shirts and not be offensive. Yeah. That's, I'm scared that they will take Will be offensive. (laughs) Yeah. We'll find out in two weeks. All right, cool. Well, this has been the, this has been the Imola GP. Yeah. It's, I've officially been watching a year, guys. Exciting. (gasps) Yay. When was like the Imola Grand Prix last season? It was, I think, like a week ago, a year ago. Okay. Got it. Um, Make sure you check us out on our socials. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and TikTok at Double Waved Pod. You can email us at doublewavedyellows at gmail.com. Make sure you give us a follow and rate us on your podcast listening platform of choice and Mm -hmm. thanks for listening yeah make sure you send us those emails about why you like sprint race recons Mm -hmm. Uh, make sure they're essays too yeah we'll read them maybe that's what we'll do next week because we'll grade them yeah (laughs) katie's a teacher it's perfect kindergarten Um, teacher so i'll totally well suited for that but you have a history of writing essays, <laughs> as we all do. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. I'm going to go take a nap again. Thanks for listening and stay racy. 